0: Welcome to the Spanish Arpada. I'm Sarah.
1: And I am Peter.
0: And we are ranking and reviewing all of the rulers of Spain from Leo Vigil to Felipe VI. And this week, we are going to be doing Roderick.
1: Roderick. Okay. Yes. You should um, be able
0: to spell this one.
1: I was going to say, <clears throat> uh, unless something tricky happens at the end, I'm going to say R-O-D-E-R-I. Now, here's where things get tricky. I'm going to go with just a k
0: now there's lots of different ways to write it i most okay. commonly see it with a c
1: okay okay but
0: one of the sources that i have for today spells it with a k okay and of course a lot of the other sources spell it in arabic
1: Right. Uh, well, it, so. which, uh, we know how the story is going to end now don't we um, i i think
0: we do um roderick with the
1: c actually does make a lot more sense we're still in that latin period we where they are yes uh, yeah although okay.
0: most commonly he None is called that
1: greek kappa nonsense go uh-uh, ahead sorry nope. yes
0: but most commonly he is called don rodrigo So his his name has been Hispanicized. Okay, gotcha. Why do
1: I sense that this is the guy, this is a guy who has had many 17th century tragedies written about him? Um, We're going
0: to talk all about every single one of those tragedies. Oh, goody. Yep.
1: Finally an area where I might be slightly qualified. Okay. Yes.
0: Now... I mentioned in the last episode that there are no contemporary sources for Roderick.
1: Right. But we
0: do have five sources that we're going to be using today. The first two we're familiar with. It's the Chronicle of 754.
1: 754, yes. Which
0: is the most closest one that we have, right? right? It was written in 754 mm-hmm. and this takes place in 711 so it's it's within the same lifetime i was Assuming gonna say it's that's someone not with a decent distant, lifetime it's yes. not
1: too distant people were alive correct
0: um, people okay. who when the chronicle of 754 was written people who had witnessed these events or gone through these events yes. were alive
1: sure
0: the second source that we have that we've used before is the chronicle of alfonso the third right now this is the one that was written in the year 976 so it's it's yes. quite distant
1: and alfonso had an agenda he so... several agendas and right. we're going to see
0: that okay. okay the other three sources we have are mm-hmm. arabic sources ah yeah so we're we're okay. i'm going to be talking more about each of these sources in upcoming episodes obviously mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i did just kind of want to let you know which ones we're going to be using gotcha earliest one is called the history of the conquest of spain <laughs> and it is about by a guy named al okay. he died in 871 so this is from the mid 800s oh, probably right. so it's about a hundred Maybe 140 years distant right. from the events. And
1: by the way, spoiler, it does sort of indicate that this is not a temporary occupation. It is they're not. They're, it is uh, not. They're gonna they're gonna take out an open-ended subscription to the gym. Um yes. so yeah, they're, they're gonna be there a while. Okay, yeah, gotcha.
0: so that's the first one. Al Hakam's The History of Conquest of Spain. Okay. The second Arab source is called the Book of the Conquest of Countries oh it does not specifically focus on Spain it is about all of the places that the caliphate conquered as it was expanding and becoming an empire
1: Uh, to be fair that's probably a pretty long book
0: it is quite a long book and Andalusia the south of Spain really kind of gets shafted in it there is one chapter on Spain and Mm -hmm. half of it is not even about Spain half of it's Mm -hmm. about North Africa so
1: there's not a lot and it's written when
0: he died in 892 so about 892. the same time as oh, okay. and this was written by a guy named al Baladuri. and then the third arabic source we have is roughly contemporary with the chronicle of Alfonso III mm-hmm. and this one's fascinating it's written by a guy named Ibn al-Qutilla okay his surname al-Qutilla means the son of the gothic woman ooh so this is oh. this is a Muslim guy who yeah. has a native Spanish woman as mm-hmm. his mother. Mm-hmm. He also says that he's the great 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 grandson of Witiza. Oh, <laughs> of
1: course he does.
0: So if that gives you any any idea, oh, uh, this is this, very
1: Ken Follett. Uh, I'm enjoying that. Okay, yeah. <laughs>
0: so it, it's contemporary with uh, he died in, in 977. Chronicle of hmm. Alfonso III was written in 976, so they're okay. about, about the same. All right. interesting you will notice that there are no contemporary or even close to contemporary arabic sources right again we'll talk about this more but uh spain is kind of a backwater when it comes to an enormous empire like the caliphate which is based right. in damascus
1: mm, mm, okay yeah. so all there's right
0: not a lot of people writing anyway so those are our sources you ready okay. for the biography i
1: i, I am
0: okay <laughs> The biography of roderick we're going to start with some basic facts which are not a lot
1: we do not have a lot of these are we going to finish with some basic facts as well i mean i assume this is going to basically be the back of a matchbook Um, no we
0: are we are going to i'm going to tell you all the facts that we know about okay. Roderick and all then right. we're going to go through all five sources and read what each source has to say about Roderick oh boy okay and we can kind of decide how we feel about it after okay. we've heard all five so we do know for certain a couple of things about Roderick we mm. know that obviously he was a noble goth
1: because right. he became the king right
0: and we also know that he was not a part of the Wamba and faction of the nobility mm. split
1: that probably helps explain his survival um, yeah
0: so w- remember wamba was king he right. was possibly poisoned by ervig slash julian right and then ehiko is his nephew he took right. the throne after ervig yes and then Witiza is Ehiko's son so these are right. all members of one family on one side of this split right. in nobility that's happening
1: and with the exception of Wamba, just a gross collection of awful people.
0: Yeah, not great. It is not really great. So Roderick became king in the year 711, but it was okay. contested, right? Oh, That's right. how we know that he, he wasn't in the, the family that had been holding power for the past mm. couple decades. Right, right. And he was not the only noble in Spain to claim the kingship when Wittiza died. Ah, all right. While Roderick was ruling in the center and south of Spain, there was another king ruling in the north, a man mm. who goes by the name Aguila II.
1: Okay. All Some right. people
0: argue that this is Witiza's son, but remember, Witiza took the throne at age about 19.
1: Right. And he had right. died
0: before he was 30.
1: Right. Right. So he, remember he, this.
0: he could have had sons, but they were, oh, not, yeah. oh, they for were sure. not going to be kings, though. Right. No. Yeah. No. So who knows the truth of it? Uh, We know about Aguila II uh, because he held power over the north of Spain, and we have coins of his from Zaragoza, Tarragona, and Narbos. So we know roughly where he had power and influence. Apart from these coins, though, and the Gothic regnal lists, which give Aguila II a reign of about three years, we know Hmm. nothing else about this rival king. Hmm. Yeah, so he's not going to get an episode. An episode I, I yeah. honestly don't have anything we, else. Yeah, I was
1: going to say, we know his name, we knew where he reigned, and we know that he minted coins. That's the, not enough to hang That's not minutes. really yeah, enough. Yeah, no, we no, can't not, do that. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay, so Roderick took power in Toledo and the south of Spain, so pretty much mm-hmm. everything south of Toledo, in the year okay. 711 after Witiza's death. Right. We know he was married to a woman named Ehilona, mm-hmm. and they had no children that we know of.
1: Right. Okay, Got There
0: it. is one gothic regnal list that survives that states that Roderick ruled for seven and a half years, but Ooh. most sources agree that Roderick only ruled somewhere between one and four years Ooh. before the okay. Muslim occasion. So Roderick, as... I haven't tried to keep this a secret at all. Roderick was not successful in repelling the Muslim invasion. Clearly not. (laughs) Nope. And he died in battle against either Musa or Tariq. Sources differ. This is why the one to four years. If he fell in battle to Tariq, it would be one year. But if he fell in the second wave of forces under Musa, he would have been on the throne four
1: years. The failure to record this information strikes me as being odd. You'd think that this would be Given that the death of the king is usually the point at which the country falls, you'd think that'd be a little more decisively recorded. It was a little hectic afterwards Hmm.
0: (laughs) for the Christians that survived. Fair,
1: fair, fair point.
0: The sources also all seem to agree that the loss in battle was due to treachery, most likely Robert's forces deserting him at a crucial time.
1: Ooh, very Richard the ian Okay, all right. So that's
0: all we know for certain about Ooh. Roderick. Uh,
1: uh, okay. Are you ready to hear some legends? I yes, I was I, yeah, I was gonna say I put on pants to do the recording. I might as well you know hear the legends. Go ahead. We'll start with the Chronicle of 754, which is less likely to be a legend than the others because okay. it's
0: it's relatively close in time. Here's what right. the Chronicle of 754 has to say about Roderick. quote. Mm. roderick rebelliously seized the kingdom of the goths at the instigation of the senate he ruled for only one year mustering his forces he directed armies against the arabs and the moors sent by musa that is against tariq ibn ziyad and the others who had long been raiding the province consigned to them and simultaneously Mm. devastating many cities in the fifth year of justinian's rule the 93rd of the Arabs and the 6th of Walid in the era 750, which is the mm-hmm. year 712. Right. Roderick headed for the Transductine Mountains to fight them. And in that battle, the entire army of the Goths, which had come with him fraudulently and in rivalry out of ambition for the kingship, fled and he was oh. killed. Thus, Roderick wretchedly lost not only his rule, but his homeland, his rivals also being killed as Walid was completing his sixth year of rule as caliph. Ow! That's the story. That's so, so that's
1: grim. Let's
0: kind of break this down. So from okay. this, we know that he rebelliously seized the kingdom of the Goths. We know that it was yes. a contested succession. Right, right. right. It's right. interesting that it says at the instigation of the Senate. That's an interesting anachronism. There was yes. no, there was no Senate. no Senate. No, there's no right. Senate. But what this means is that he had some noble support.
1: Right, right. right. That was my assumption. That yes. that this that once again, you know, the king is dead and. And it sounds as though at least there's some effort to do it the right way, Mm -hmm. i.e. the collection of nobles is going to vote on who becomes king.
0: Yes, yes. We also know from this that the the Arabs and the Moors, and we'll break Mm -hmm. down the difference kind of between these terms in our first level episode, but uh, they had, quote, long been raiding the province. So there had been other raids. We talked about that bogus Saracen raid in Wamba's episode which probably right all the
1: way back there all the way back
0: there but there had definitely been raids happening Mm -hmm. on the coast because Mm -hmm. the caliphate had been pushing ever further west in North Africa we talked about how that them taking Carthage in 698 so there is that this last little bit has been obsessed over by Hispanic scholars Roderick Mm. headed for the Transductine Mountains to fight them Mm-hmm. Nobody knows where that is.
1: I was going to say, is the south of Spain very mountainous? It is uh, extremely mountainous. Yes. yes. Okay. All right. But so all right. That means there's a lot of options. Yeah. Yeah. For that's what the, the Transductine
0: Mountains could right. be. So uh, and also it mentions that this was year 93 of the of the Arabs, which would be 712, not okay. 711. That's the chronicle of 754. We can probably think of it as the most I don't want to say accurate, but fact.
1: Probably yes. I was going to say the least. Dispassionate. Imaginative. Yes. yes
0: the most dispassionate. So <laughs> sure. that is source number one. All right. All right. The next two sources we have are the Arab sources Al Hakam and Al Baladuri that came mm-hmm. from the mid eight hundreds. Okay. All right. We'll start with Al Hakam, the history of the conquest of Spain. Quote. Tariq remained some time in this district, waging a holy war. This was in the year 92. So this would be 7-11. Sure. The governor of the Straits between this district and Andalus was a foreigner called Ilyan, Lord of Septa. He was also the governor of a town called Chadra, situated on the same side of the Straits of Andalus as Tangier. Mm-hmm. Ilyan was a subject of Roderick, the Lord of Andalus, who used to reside in Toledo. Tariq put himself in communication with Ilyan and treated him kindly until they made peace with each other. Ilyan had sent one of his daughters to Roderick, the lord of Andalus, for her improvement and education, but she became pregnant by him. Oh, no. Ilyan, having heard of this, said, I see for him no other punishment or recompense than that I should bring the Arabs against him. Yeah. He sent to Tariq, saying, I will bring thee to Andalus, Tariq being at that time in Tlemcen, and Musa ibn Nusayr in Kairouan. But Tariq said, I cannot trust thee until thou send me a hostage. So he oh, sent dear. his two daughters, having no other children. <laughs> Tariq allowed them to remain in and guarding them closely. I was going to say, that- don't
1: send your daughters away. I Didn't know, you see what bad happened idea. the last
0: time you did that? After that, Tariq went to Ilyan, who was in Septa on the Straits. The latter, rejoicing at his coming, said, I will bring thee to Andalus. Mm. There was a mountain called the mountain of Tariq between the two landing places, that is between Septa and Andalus. Mm. When the evening came, Ilion brought him the vessels in which he made him embark for that landing place where he concealed himself during the day, and in the evening sent back the vessels to bring over the rest of his companions. So they embarked for the landing place, none of them being Mm. left behind, whereas the people of Andalus did not observe them, thinking that the vessels crossing and recrossing were similar to the trading vessels which for their benefit fly backwards and forwards. Uh When Tariq landed, soldiers from Córdoba came to meet him, and seeing the small number of his companions, they despised him on that account. Then they fought. The battle with Tariq was severe. They were routed, and he did not cease from the slaughter of them till they reached the town of Córdoba. When Roderick despise me. (laughs) When Roderick heard of this, he came to their rescue from Toledo. They then fought in a place of the name of Shedunia in a valley which is called this day the valley of Um Hakim. Hmm. they fought a severe battle but god mighty and great killed roderick and his companions
1: hmm. Hmm.
0: all right so let's unpack this this is the first time we see Ilyan.
1: right right we're gonna
0: see him in almost every single other source
1: oh from okay. here on out all right
0: the first time we see him he's called the lord of septa most people think this is seuta Oh. which is a town on, in, in North Africa that actually still belongs to Spain to this day. Right. Yeah.
1: And it does not help that there is a separate section called Septimania because that's immediately where my brain went. Exactly. But this, no. is, this is North Africa. This okay. is North right. Africa.
0: He is right. the Lord of Ceuta. is, okay. is what most people think.
1: Okay. This is
0: the first time we see the story of Roderick despoiling one of Ilyan's daughters.
1: Yeah. If true, this is starting to make a lot more sense. Go ahead.
0: This is where the... 17th and 18th century tragic tragic plays sure they focus on this
1: oh of course they do of yes course they, they do. do
0: and then we also see that uh we have a place for this final battle other than the mm. trans transductine mountains they fought at a place by the name of Shedunia, which they think is sidonia which today is medina sidonia it's in the okay they fought a severe battle but god mighty and great killed roderick and his companions so no treachery here right no no but you know God God doesn't like you so right. so you lose the battle is yes. is the message here.
1: I, I notice we're not giving credit to the particular shall we say weaponly avatar of God the mighty and the great. I mean yes. uh, who uh
0: who did this? So that is source number 2. Okay. All yeah. right the, the reason I, the reason I'm doing this is because it gets wilder and wilder oh, okay. the further right. we go. Cuz
1: I will say based on my review of 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 the Chronicle of 754, he sounds very hapless to me. He he Roderick? sounds mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, he sounds I want to lay the blame for his failure really on Wietiza. Yeah. Um it really sounds as though by the time Roderick Assumes the throne and thus mm-hmm. the sort of warlord aspect of authority. It's too late. The captain of the Titanic mid sink turns to his first mate and says, "You take over." Technically, he's the one that sank the ship, but mm, no.
0: Witiza died in 711. Roderick right. took the throne in 711. Tariq right. came over in 711, and then Musa will eventually come over in 715.
1: Right. And g- given how long it takes to muster an army properly, mm-hmm. this was obviously in in the offing well before the death of Witiza. There um, are
0: suggestions I, I, that yeah. at the time that Tariq came over, mm-hmm. Roderick was in the north fighting the Basques. Oh, well, <laughs>
1: well now he is could that also, plausible is it is it plausible very plausible that a king of spain would be fighting the basques yes it's That's very plausible just absurd
0: it's also possible that he was fighting aguila ii because right. he was based in the north true, but true, it gives true. it gives me a very 1066 feel to yes. it because roderick had to turn around and come all the way back to all the, the way Spass. back yes sure. because in this most recent one we hear that there was a battle near Cordoba. And then mm-hmm. when Roderick heard of this, he came to the rescue. So he wasn't right. there, mm-hmm. you know, he was mm-hmm. busy elsewhere.
1: Right, right. Whereas the second the second version, I mean, now that we're, you know, we're getting into the, you know, the narrative about Ilion and Tariq, there's obviously much more of an emphasis less on Roderick as the hapless victim and more as the dude that had it coming because he couldn't keep it in his pants.
0: Right, and um, this is, you know, Both of these, it's a different treachery, but both Mm -hmm. of these involve treachery. In 754, Roderick's companions deserted him in battle. Right, right. In Al-Hakam's The History of the Conquest of Spain, the treachery was from Ilyan. All right, our next one is The Book of the Conquest of Countries. This is al Al Baladuri. Right. About the same time as Al-Hakam's. Okay. Here we go. Quote. According to al-Waqidi, the first to invade Andalusia was Tariq ibn Ziyad, the commander of Musa ibn Nusayr, and that Mm. was in the year 92. Mm. Tariq was met by Ulyan, the commander of the Straits of al-Andalus, whom he promised safety provided he would transport him with his companions to Andalusia in his ships. Mm. When he arrived there, Tariq was resisted by the people, but he effected the conquest of the land in the year 92 that's the whole thing that's it like i said the book wow, of the of just
1: really gives spade short shrinks. oh my god i mean Th- he that is that is knew... a breton yeah. talking about the welsh um yeah. or an englander talking about the welsh that is that is madness he um... clearly
0: knows all the stories he mentions Ulian. yes he mentions the straits of andalus he remember he mentions the treachery he mentions that there was a battle but he doesn't mm-hmm. go into any kind any. of detail that's
1: that's extraordinary it is extraordinary um, nice so, nice passive aggressive shade there yeah so uh. we're
0: um we're not going to be using the book of the conquest of countries very much
1: i wouldn't imagine we could <laughs>
0: they, they spend a lot more time on persia and uh, the you know the byzantine lands oh, that were taken the sure. uh, mesopotamia right.
1: etc Proper, proper countries, real yes. countries, real countries, real mm-hmm. empires that they took mm-hmm. down.
0: All right, chronologically, the next one is the uh, Chronicle of Alfonso the right. Third. what he had to say. Oh,
1: good. Well, Mr. this an entertaining
0: one. <laughs> yeah, this one is again. We've gotten even wilder. Okay. <laughs> Quote: After Witiza died, Roderick was anointed as king. In his time, Spain grew even worse in its iniquity. In the third year of his rule, the Saracens entered Spain on account of the treachery of the sons of Witiza. When the king became aware of their invasion, he immediately went out with his army to fight against them. But weighed down by the quantity of their sins and exposed by the treachery of the sons of Witiza, the Goths were put to flight. The army fleeing to its destruction was almost annihilated. Because they forsook the Lord and did not serve him in justice and truth, they were forsaken by the Lord so that hmm. they could no longer inhabit the land that they
1: desired. There is a consensus that this is all God's fault. <laughs> Whether we credit it for the W or the L, God was the one who basically made this happen. Sorry. Yes.
0: Well, here's, here's the end. Concerning the aforementioned King Roderick, we know nothing certain about his death. But in our own unrefined times, when the city of Viseo and its suburbs were being settled by our order, a monument was found in a certain basilica there, upon which was inscribed an epitaph in this manner. Here lies Roderick, the last king of the Goths. Well,
1: <laughs> no? <laughs> not, not- not not
0: a lot there. Um, I, I,
1: I don't buy that in any way. No, no, I don't think so either.
0: There's also, this one is interesting because it mentions, and the next one will continue, the sons of Witiza.
1: Now, yeah, as we've yeah. gone
0: over, Witiza could not possibly have had any sons that would no. be old enough to take a part That's right. in these events.
1: I right? was gonna say, no, they were they were still ankle biters at this point, they if, were. if they existed.
0: Now um, I'm I'm wondering though if, if we... Roderick
1: was undone by the treachery of a toddler, <laughs> uh, I'm not really going to find much good to say about him when it comes to giving him points. (laughs) No, no, no.
0: Um, I'm wondering, though, because it's the Chronicle of Alfonso III, because he has such an agenda and an idea of good and evil and God punishing you and blah, blah, blah. I wonder if the Sons of Witiza is metaphorical.
1: Mm, okay. Because okay.
0: Alfonso III thinks that Witiza is such a bad person that he was right, disgraceful right. in his habits. The well, sons he tried of to get Wittiza,
1: bishops to marry. I mean, and he you know. tried to get
0: bishops to get laid, as you said right. in the last episode. Yep. So perhaps the sons of Witiza is more metaphorical. Sure. Mm,
1: sure. The sure. people that
0: followed him and behaved poorly, just like he did.
1: It's Alfonso, so I can see that kind of fanciful language. That, that does make sense. I mean, if yeah. he had, I can easily see Wetezza having an entourage that all got, you know, matching tattoos that said Sons of Wetezza. Yeah, that said um, 18th
0: Council. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> and
1: then crossed it off.
0: Well, it's interesting because the final source we have, which is Ibn al-Kutiyyah, the son mm. of the Gothic woman, hmm takes this Sons of Witiza thing very, very literally.
1: Oh, really? Okay.
0: Yep, this is going to be our longest quote, and I'm going to do it in, in parts. So, okay. so here's, here's the first part about losing the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Quote, the last king of the Goths in the land of Al-Andalus was Witiza, who died leaving three sons. Mm-hmm. Almund was the eldest, Romulo the next, and then Artabast. All were very young when their father died, so their mother became regent in Toledo. But mm. Roderick, their father's army commander, and his supporters in the army rebelled and seized Córdoba. When Tariq mm. ibn Ziyad entered Al-Andalus in the time of the Caliph al-Walid ibn al-Malik, Roderick wrote to the sons of Witiza, who had grown up and could ride, calling on them to help him. Okay. okay, now
1: I'm just seeing three kids on ponies. Um. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the,
0: the, the difference in Witiza dying and Tariq entering Al-Andalus is one year. Right. Let me just remind you, it is one yes. year. So, but apparently they grew up and could ride horses. now.
1: And why not? Sure.
0: Calling on them to help him so together they would be united against the enemy. They marshaled their forces, advanced, and camped at Secunda as they did not trust Roderick enough to enter Cordoba. Mm-hmm. He went to meet them and together they went to confront Tariq. But when the two sides came close, Almond and his brothers decided to betray Roderick. That very night, they sent a messenger to Tariq, saying that Roderick was no better than one of their father's dogs, a mere client. They sought safe conduct if they came over to him the next morning, saying that he should confirm their possessions of their father's estates, which numbered some 3,000 in El Andalus. These were afterwards known as the royal territories. Mm. Thus, the next morning, they went over to Tariq with their supporters, and that clinched the victory. So clearly, Agutia has taken the sons of Wutiza thing extremely literally. Very literally. He invented yes. these three sons, mm-hmm. and they apparently grew to adulthood in one year. <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> that's going to be a hell of a training montage.
0: They also <laughs> sold Roderick out directly to Tariq, rather directly than to Tariq, directly which is... to him. Rather than the others, which is just like, oh, they wouldn't fight for Roderick.
1: Right, right. How does a twelve year old make that hook up? Just,
0: <laughs> it's like,
1: do you follow his Twitch stream? Yeah, yeah. Well we can DM him through that. You know, I I mean, what? How no. There there is another very
0: interesting section in Al work. Okay. Which relates to the conquest. Oh um, dear. Would you, would you like to read it?
1: Would Ye- you like yes, me to yes, read it? Yes, I would, please. Here
0: we go. <laughs> Quote, it is said that the Visigoth kings had a palace at Toledo in which was a sepulcher containing the four evangelists on whom they <laughs> swore their coronation oaths. <laughs> it gets even better. Oh, does the, it? The palace was greatly revered and was never opened. When a king died, his name was inscribed there. When Roderick came to the throne, he put the crown on his head himself, which gave great offense to the Christians. Mm -hmm. Then he opened the palace and the sepulcher, despite the attempts of the Christians to prevent him. Inside, they found effigies of Arabs, bows slung over their shoulders and turbans on their heads. At the bottom of the plinths, it was written, when this palace is open and these images are brought out, a people in their likeness will come to Al-Andalus and conquer it.
1: Good Lord. We've just decided that the whole notion of history is overrated. And let's just make some stuff up that sounds good. You want Um, some more?
0: I got a whole nother paragraph. Oh, please. Quote. Tariq entered El Andalus in Ramadan 92, which was June 22nd, 7-Eleven. Okay. His reason for coming was as follows. One of the Spanish merchants called Julian used to come and go frequently between Al-Andalus and the land of the Berbers, North Africa. Tangiers was one of the places he regularly visited. The people of Tangiers were Christian. He used to bring back from their fine horses and falcons for Roderick. The merchant's wife died, and he was left with his beautiful daughter. Roderick ordered him to proceed to proceed from North Africa, but Julian excused himself on the grounds that his wife had died, and he had no one with whom he could leave his daughter, so Roderick ordered her to be brought to the palace. When Roderick saw her, she pleased him greatly, and he took her. On his return, her father learned of this and said to Roderick, I have left behind many horses and falcons such as you have never seen before, so Roderick authorized him to go back and gave him money to purchase them. Julian then went to Tariq ibn Ziyad and excited his interest in El Andalus, describing its fine points and the weaknesses of its inhabitants and their lack of courage. Tariq ibn Ziyad wrote to Musa ibn Nusayr with this information and was ordered to invade El Andalus. Tariq mustered the troops.
1: Oh boy. Well, there's a certain (laughs) amount of narrative agreement between a few versions. Wow yeah the
0: the effigies of the arabs bows slung over their shoulders and mm-hmm. turbans on their heads.
1: that is pretty awesome i it's, i i really i i do have to give them a great deal of of credit uh for just
0: and this for, sepulcher contained the bones of the four evangelists right right all of, of them
1: in spain of all mm-hmm. places yes well and and why not i mean you know the Retiring to Spain has always been popular uh, with European expats. Um, I'm just, I I enjoyed that, (laughs) but I'm not proud of myself for enjoying it.
0: (laughs) So this is the kind of thing that sparked, as I said before, all of the literature. There's an opera, there are plays, it's all about Julian,
1: his daughter,
0: the... Who has given the name Florinda de la Cava
1: for some reason? Mm, Don't know mm. where that came from. And why not?
0: Why not? And her getting pregnant by Roderick, and how the <sighs> Goths were bathed in iniquity and the of course, treachery, of and sure, that's what it's all about.
1: This, you know i i made I made a reference to Richard iii earlier, mm-hmm. and did. I'm gonna reiterate. This is interesting to me because. When Richard III is killed in battle mm-hmm. uh, due to treachery, yes, there is an immediate need on the part of the Tudors to completely rewrite history and to rewrite it in such a way that makes it Richard's fault that he was so wicked that they weren't traitors; they were liberators. There, there's very and of course that God's judgment. Uh, on England was being fulfilled as a result, and there's—I'm just seeing an absolute echo yes. of this. Well, actually, it's not an echo. No, it's not it happens, an echo. It happens well, it it happens well before. First. This is, yeah, no. This is the this is the original. This is we were doing it before it was cool. Yeah. Um, this is because this is that. This mm-hmm. is obviously that. You. But want... as you said, is it Roderick or was right. it with Tisa? I mean. <sighs> Boy, the degree to which I am inclined to blame the guy who came before. You know, this this has a lot to do with anytime you start a new teaching job and your students hate you before they've even met you, it's not you. It's the last person who taught them. Yeah, it's because you're not them. It's right. So I'm 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 just thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe Watisa was 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 really awful. And Roderick was, what I find interesting is the ideas that Roderick came to the throne in a contested, because who the hell would want that job? No, and Uh, if if he was the best, who was worse than him? Well, you know, we're going back uh, a couple of kings, and they were all, let's remember that prior to wamba mm-hmm. we had a chinda yeah we had the Swiss. uh just wiping out mm-hmm. large numbers of the nobility that's true and he uh, did this... it
0: very did a very similar thing with his exactly in-laws. and
1: and i think you know and it's sort of like one of those things where well stalin's had a stroke we need a doctor <laughs> well slight problem with that <laughs> he's killed all of them well Let's rate Roderick because that's
0: okay, all we know about him. Do we
1: rate. I that's mean, a, there's, there's at least four of them. Well, let's kind of discuss. The first all category right. is going to be pretty easy. All right. Okay. All right. All right.
0: Our first category is Conquistadores. How well, much my land?
1: Definition, he gets a zero, <laughs> doesn't he?
0: I didn't even get through the explanation. No, you are right. He did not conquer any territory. In no, fact, he no. lost the entirety of his territory. Yes,
1: no, this is the biggest loser. No, absolutely, positively not. If Again, I we don't give negative points, but if we did, man, this is... The whole yeah. kingdom. You lost, yeah, exactly. And not
0: you, only did he lose the whole kingdom he and most of his associates died in battle it completely devastated what was left of the gothic nobility
1: yes yes yeah. exactly i mean i i'm i'm trying to think of equivalents historically and they're just so depressing no just just give them a well zero i mean, I'm,
0: yeah i'm thinking 1066 again you know yeah, a lot of comes to England's mind best and brightest
1: yeah 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 there's there's a lot to be said for that uh Mm -hmm. if you know anything about the battle of saratoga that was uh it was a miracle Mm. that anybody got out of that one alive i'm gonna yeah no i'm gonna i'm gonna give him a zero and tell him that he's lucky to get that much
0: yeah i'm also gonna Um, give him a zero there's (sighs) just no way so that is a zero for conquistadores yeah Our second category is Nomadigas. What gossipy things did they do? Well. Well. (laughs) This is his category.
1: Yes, it is. Yes. Yes, it is. So... He was
0: apparently so bad that people were willing to betray him to their own
1: detriment.
0: They lost the right. whole country.
1: Right. right?
0: You got to be a pretty bad leader if that's the case.
1: I do think that that's true. I mean, uh, on the other hand, it is worth keeping in mind. We are talking about basically European nobility, and never underestimate what they will do out of sheer spite.
0: That is true. Um, not so, not forward thinking. No. Uh, uh, no, no. No. Really. No. no, no. And um, then, of course, there's the whole story about the rape.
1: Yes. Yeah. We we really have to bring on Ilian and Corinda. Yeah, Florinda yeah. de la Cava. If you're the person who gets tragedies and and obviously tragic operas written there's about you, there's epic poems written about this. right, right, exactly. Why does the Roman kingdom? Why does the kingdom of Rome fall? It falls because of a rape, because Tarquin uh, rapes Lucrece, and mm-hmm. uh, and that's you know that's that's this. Mind you, there doesn't seem, I mean, not not to downplay the severity of this particular act, it's as bad as it gets. Mm-hmm. Um, although there doesn't seem to be a lot of other stuff. The that catalog is, is not long. No, it um,
0: isn't, but it's pretty bad. But, but
1: if this is, yeah, I was going to say, if this is the only thing that I see on your CV, pretty I, I got to tell hard, you, sir. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah he's clearly got to get some point i just don't know if he can get as many as i mean i'm just thinking of kings coming up like philip ii right Right. he's gonna get a billion points in this of course because he has a varied profile of gossip that people talk about Right. right this is mostly it's horrible and he got a young woman pregnant. Given the consequences
1: of it, it is sort of like... Huge consequences. At, yeah, it's like looking at John Wilkes Booth's CV, and you, yeah, you okay, you did this. Yeah, right at the very bottom. Okay, this one. This one right here. This is all I want to talk about. I don't care about anything else that you did. This.
0: That is a good point. It is just one murder. There have been That's people right. who have murdered way more people, but boy, what a murder.
1: However, in terms of far-reaching consequences, yes, lost a damn kingdom that's that's pretty big well at least he didn't pass any anti-semitic laws i don't really um, think he had time no no he really <laughs> didn't have time but but based on the way things you know based on everything else on his CD, he would have i'm gonna get you know basically here's the thing i think i'm gonna give him a four
0: I, um, i'm between four and five so i right. kind of i kind of feel that
1: i'm gonna give him a four uh, again this falls into the category of if you'd done like one more really th- bad Anus thing, thing. Mm-hmm. it, it y- y- you'd be an eight but yeah four i'm gonna give him four
0: i'm gonna give him a five okay uh, i'll go all right. for it so that right. is a nine for nomadigas yeah all right Third category is orthodoxia. How religious was he? <laughs> I mean, There's no indication that he was particularly religious at all.
1: No. Uh, and frankly, it is worth pointing out that at the end of his reign, Spain was Muslim. That um, is true. and in, so, so
0: his orthodoxy was not upheld. No. In no, his rule. during no. While he was king, the orthodoxy right. of his own, his own religion was completely and
1: dismantled let us not forget who was it that caused him to lose in battle
0: yeah god god, god all involved. the
1: sources agree
0: yeah so and I've... apparently during the conquest and we'll get into this more with musa's episode sure. okay. the clergy did not cover themselves in particular glory oh most of them <laughs> either ran away or uh. immediately surrendered and converted to islam
1: wow that's cringe inducingly okay, bad, it's bad. Um, that's that's really bad yeah i think we're looking at another zero here yeah, i i don't know how um, we can give him any I mean, point again falls into the category of if your job is to sustain christianity you yeah. literally did the worst possible you job you opposite. could have done yeah.
0: yeah super bad all right so that's a there zero
1: for orthodox yep. yeah hard zero <laughs>
0: All right. The next category is El resto, And this is where we talk about what goes along with being king. Mm Coinage, treaties, paintings, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. You will not be surprised to know that there is no statue.
1: I'm not surprised to know that. No,
0: nobody wanted to to make a statue honoring this.
1: And even if you did, the uh, Muslim's not really thrilled uh, about statuary yeah very true so we will
0: have some of the christian kings right right. um, now less than 20 authentic coins of roderick's reign are known wow that's all that survived there are lots of forgeries too Mm, so mm, what that mm. means is that i don't have a coin but i have an image of a coin oh
1: oh yeah well all right um so
0: it looks like the other coins we've seen of course but it's not a photo of a coin it is like a line drawing it has clearly been scanned from a museum and made into an image
1: yeah but he's got a full-on carrot top jester hat thing going on there
0: it seems like he has Um, a lot of hair
1: he's got a lot of he's got a lot of hair or a lot of i mean it's kind of you know when you when your friend from college comes back from sophomore year and they decided to try dreadlocks, and you have yeah. to explain to them what cultural appropriation is, and please <laughs> don't do that. This is bad. It's bad. <laughs> I
0: will say he has more of a face than most of the coins.
1: Much more of a face. I will. Yeah. I will give him that. It is. It is absolutely much more of a face. Back of the coin is unimpressive.
0: No, it's just like a little um, tower with a cross on the top. Right. It
1: says right. pious
0: on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh.
1: Which. Was Which he, he? wasn't, I mean, no. I mean, come on. I, yeah, no, uh, standard okay. Standard at this point. Yeah, no, pretty standard.
0: All right, so that's the coin. Next, we're going to look at the painting that's in the Prado. Okay. Here we go. Oh,
1: God. Oh, <laughs> oh it's, it's good. Uh-huh. It's very good. He looks... Petulant. That is a man who has just seen grubby. what his posterity is going to be. That is absolutely somebody who has heard the overture to the opera. He is wow. unimpressed. He's got his he arms just,
0: crossed. He's kind of looking yep. down oh. like, oh, man.
1: Yeah, he is. That is a three-year-old who has been told that this weekend they're not going to make it to Chuck E. Cheese.
0: You'll notice at the bottom it says Don Rodrigo muerto. 714, so 714. Yes. 714, Is okay. This, so they, this, they, the painter at least believes that he died in battle with Musa
1: right, rather than in the right.
0: initial invasion under Tariq.
1: Mm. So, but, but who knows? Um, it, it's worth noting and and I really kind of like uh, the, the fact that he's dressed very, very brilliantly. I mean, the gold and the very shiny. Are very, but very shiny. Um, there's very much a sense of he got all dressed up for a birthday party that no one else came to. Yeah. And he's just realizing that the reason no one's going to come to this birthday party is because they're either, they're run, running away from the invaders.
0: Yes. And I now, love that the scabbard of his sword is bright blue for some reason. Bright blue Nothing else he's wearing is blue.
1: And and I'm sorry, but it's hung clearly directly over his genitals. Yes, it is. Um, Which is interesting choice um love the sort of bruise colored hose those Uh are actually nice the shoes are actually shoes um
0: although i can see every single one of his toes through them
1: yes yes they're clearly but they're clearly soft leather i mean again right um, they have a hole on them yes the background took no thought whatsoever no it's just in a hall. throw a drape over a cabinet i mean all right that's that's Uh fine we'll just do that yeah it's uh it's it's a good painting of the subject yeah um it is it is profound this is depressing okay yeah it is all right there
0: is one more thing that i want to show you okay all right and it is cool Uh uh-huh in theory
1: in theory okay
0: let me explain what it is it is the painting of the six kings oh Okay. This is a fresco that was found on the wall of a desert castle of the Umayyad Caliphate, which is the caliphate that is currently in charge when Spain was conquered. Okay. So this is, this is just another palace. It's, right. It's in modern day Jordan. Okay. And there's a fresco painted on the wall with six human figures.
1: Hmm. Do oh, you know anything about multicultural? I was going to say that's a big deal. You will know that Th- this is rare. That shouldn't be. Okay. Yes.
0: <laughs> now, four of the six figures in this painting have labels above them
1: so we oh. know who
0: they are. Okay. The first one is labeled Kaiser, that is the Byzantine emperor, Caesar. Right. 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 Okay. The second one is labeled Roderick. Really? Yes okay the visigothic king of spain huh the third one is named is labeled kosros who was the persian emperor okay and the fourth one is labeled najasi who is who was the negus of the kingdom of ascom which is in modern hmm. day ethiopia
1: oh okay there All are right. also
0: two other figures in the painting which are not labeled mm. but from the four that are labeled, we could tell that these are all kingdoms that fell to the caliphate.
1: Goodness. Okay. Yeah, So Impressive. these are the leaders
0: of... All um, right. So we could assume that all six of them represent leaders of places that the caliphate mm. conquered.
1: Mm. Okay. So all it's right.
0: possibly So it's possible that the the final two are maybe a Turkic leader or an Indian ruler or something like that.
1: Or maybe it was painted when these countries weren't conquered yet and they were sort of Filling in the open. blanks for waiters. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so they're all standing. They're all gesturing to their, well, actually they're gesturing to their right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on the same wall of this fresco, there is a painting of a woman with the Greek word Nike above her, which means victory. Victory. Yeah. And then opposite the painting towards where all of the six rulers are gesturing is a painting of a man seated on a throne. And above mm. this man is an inscription containing a blessing on a person whose name is now unreadable. Mm so what this looks like is this fresco was painted with the caliph or possibly the caliph had his throne right there where the painting of the person is and all of these kings are gesturing to him like you right. beat us
1: this guy wins yeah this
0: guy won he beat all of us
1: sure sure right
0: so this was this was painted sometime between 711 and 750 oh, and it okay. still exists today hmm. which is amazing
1: that is amazing.
0: It was discovered in 1907. And this is why I say that it's cooler in theory than in actuality.
1: Would you like okay. to see it? Yeah, I was going to say, I noticed that you've really built up the description and now I'm going to look at it and say, oh, you know, for, for a painting that's well over a thousand years old, it's actually pretty good. It uh, is. Would you like to you hazard
0: a guess as to which of these figures is Roderick?
1: oh god um,
0: <laughs> um it would be nice if it was the one where we could see the face
1: right it's not is it? it's
0: not so the first one on the left has the the textured robe
1: yes that's mm-hmm. that's
0: the byzantine emperor
1: okay The sure. one
0: in the middle where we can see the face that's kosros the okay. persian empire sure do you see in between them there's robes of someone standing? Yes. And then the entire yes. top is missing?
1: Just completely missing. That's Roderick. That's appropriate. <laughs> that's that that fits. That's that's as it should be.
0: This, this is a current painting. It's in worse mm-hmm. condition than it was when it was found in 1907. When they mm-hmm. found it, they made a sketch of it and this this is probably oh. what it looks like. So you can see mm-hmm. a little more of Roderick. You see he has a
1: Right. Hat. Right. Right. Well, and, and, and why not? He is a Visigoth king. But I will say the, the original, what I'm noticing more than anything else is that it is so infinitely superior to the paintings from that period, the illuminations from the period. Oh, yeah. Um, when, when you look at that, there is, there's there's a, a life to it. The hands have normal... oh normal fingers yes um there's an authenticity to it it's it's and the faces are faces and not cat people i'm impressed that was okay this is pretty good yes it
0: is pretty good it's kind of a bummer that roderick is the one that is the most missing (laughs)
1: right and (laughs) and and honestly do we care no not really
0: that is the physical culture not a Mm. lot of coins
1: no no um
0: uh, there's no like laws or anything like that. No. Don't no. know that he had children. He right. ruled between one and four years, depending on when you believe he died. That's all.
1: Once again, it's, 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 it's a really good painting of a really lousy subject.
0: Oh, the pouting um, one. Yeah. I
1: love the pouting though. The pouting is terrific. I do like the, the, the semi-contemporaneous painting of the Six Kings. Yeah, that's fascinating um, that to was- me. There's that nothing like that, was, that in the world. Yeah. And I don't I mean I don't blame him for the lack of a coin because I assume that you know when the when the Muslims took over, they must have sort of made a point of gathering up the coins.
0: Mm-hmm. They have their um, own
1: coinage. And and destroying them, especially mm-hmm. because if there's a face on it, yeah, that's right, no exactly. Mark. So right. I'm gonna give him a three.
0: Okay. I think um, that's fair. He didn't leave much to history, but the stuff right. we have is kind of cool. It is kind of cool. And I suppose you can like count all of the legends and stories and tales
1: he's definitely the the person that that as i say the 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 16th and 17th century dramatists would have looked at and said that's the guy i'm writing my play play about that story
0: yes and they did many times
1: okay good good to know
0: i will also give a three and so that is a six Mm. for el resto and mm-hmm. if we add that to the nine that he got in No Me Digas, that is uh, 15.
1: Hmm. Not great. Not great. Uh, no. But then again, he should be lucky to, to have gotten that much. Uh, I, I mean, he
0: lost the whole kingdom. He, he is lost lucky the whole he's getting damn anything. kingdom.
1: Yes, no. Just, yep, you're, you're, you're awful. So that brings yes. us
0: to our final question:
1: <laughs> Fuero
0: or fuera?
1: This is the easiest one, isn't it? It is
0: very easy. I don't uh, see how we can let him sign the swear.
1: No, no, where the hell are? Uh, no, absolutely. where the hell are? Uh, yes, this is somebody who, by definition, yeah, was dismissed.
0: Now, I don't know that anybody else could have done any better
1: no no that's true but the caliphate was an unstoppable
0: force at this yes, at that time yes. they had so much resources they were the expanding empire right i don't right. think anybody else could have stopped what happened that
1: is that is true
0: but i don't um, think roderick acquitted himself well
1: no no very much did not
0: yeah so that is the life and rule of king roderick the man <sighs> shrouded in legend and myth
1: Right. Hell- yeah.
0: Let us know what you think. This is the last king of the Visigoths. Ugh. You can contact us on Twitter, Facebook, or our Gmail address. All of those are Spanish Arpada. Yes. Uh, and let us know what you think. Now, with mm. Roderick, we have wrapped uh, season one. Yes. Of uh, the Spanish Arpada, the next season that Mm. we are going to do is going to be the Muslim governors, Mm. because now that the territory has been conquered by the Caliphate, it needs to be set up as a province of the Caliphate, and it needs some rulers. Yes. There are roughly about the same number of Muslim governors Mm -hmm. that there were Visigothic kings. Oh, perfect. So season two will be just about as long as season one. However, yes. I, we'll see what iTunes does with this. I'm going to categorize. I have categorized all the Visigoths as season one, and I'm going mm. to categorize all the Muslim governors as season two. Okay. But partway through the governor's episodes, mm. the remaining Christians who have fled to the north of the Iberian Peninsula will uh, get their act together and choose <laughs> another king. All right. And this is the beginning of the kingdom of Asturias. Okay. That is going to be season three. So hopefully iTunes will let me do this. Season two and season three will run concurrently and it will be chronological. I I want to do this because so many books about the history of Spain Mm -hmm. will do the Visigoths, and then they'll do the Muslim governors till the end of the governorship. And sometimes they will continue on through the Emirate. Okay. And then they'll jump back a couple Uh, hundred years and they'll do Asturias, uh,
1: and then they'll jump strikes. back,
0: and no. then they'll do the best, and no. so I'm going to sort them into seasons that way, so if you prefer to listen to it that way, you can knock yourself out, but I want to know what's <laughs> going on in each place all at the same time.
1: I agree. If it's contemporaneous, let's hear about it. That's, so then. that's what yes. we're going to do. Good.
0: I think I mentioned in the last episode, we will start again with an introduction to the Muslim world mm-hmm. on May 31st, June 1st. That's Mm-kay. when I will release it. And Excellent. it will be similar to the background episodes that we did for the Visigoths and for the general geography of Spain. Cool. Just to kind of get us all on the same page about that. And then we will go right into Musa Ibn Nusair, who is the yes. conqueror of Spain. All right. All right. Before we end, we have time for recommendations. Mm -hmm. i will go first please uh i would like to recommend the movie everything everywhere all at once
1: Ah, i am still on
0: that kick have you seen it yet not yet oh you need to i I I know i told you last week you got to see it it is great a lot of buzz about it it's got Mm -hmm. michelle Yeoh. it's got short round from Mm -hmm. uh, yes yes from um uh, indiana jones Mm -hmm. uh james hong it's got so much talent jamie lee curtis is in it Mm-hmm. And it's a dramedy, sci-fi, superhero movie. It's, <laughs> it's, it's really hard to put it into a genre, but it's, mm. it's funny, it's touching, it's interesting. It's one of the most original things that I've seen mm. in a long time. I know it is probably still in theaters as time of recording this. It's it's May twelfth. Right. It it will come to streaming in June. So if you sure if it's not at your theaters anymore, just wait a little bit and you can stream it or buy the the DVD or Blu-ray right. or what have you. So that is what I'm going to recommend that you see that, that is, movie because it is
1: awesome. Well, my my recommendation will be, and this will be the last one for a while, a cocktail. Mm-hmm. Um, and and since this is the last one uh, for a while, I will, I'm will i going to recommend one that's a little bit of a pain in the neck to make. I don't okay. make it very often because it is a little bit of a pain, um, but it is delicious. It is the Fernet Fizz. and Fernet
0: is a... Is an alcoholic beverage that it, I never had until I went to Argentina, and it's right, kind of a thing. <laughs> it
1: is a; it's very much a thing there. Argentina, fernet cola, yes, uh, that is, sort that of is the, that's what yes, it is. Yes, but this is this is not that, um, or it is it is that. But okay, so this is this is a drink that is. I think I'll just list the ingredients because I think that'll sort of give a better sense of what it is. It is uh, one ounce of bourbon a single egg white raw, needless to say, well, maybe not needless to say, one raw egg white, Uh, a half ounce of fernet Branca, a half ounce of simple syrup, a quarter ounce of fresh lemon juice, and several dashes of your favorite uh, citrus bitters. Angostura is perfectly fine. Uh, If you have orange bitters, uh, even better. Put all of those ingredients into a cocktail shaker. Do not put ice in yet. You want all of the ingredients, as it were, loose Mm -hmm. in the cocktail shaker. And cover it tightly and shake the hell out of it for at least 30 and closer to 45 seconds. Now, here is the uh, handy tip. Every so often, take the lid off the shaker. The reason for that is when you shake something up with an egg white, gases expand. Uh, and if you're not careful, you will the lid will pop off and you don't <laughs> want that. But just shake it for at least 45 consecutive seconds at some point until it is well mixed and foamy. Then, Dump in a bunch of ice and shake it until it is well chilled. That should be about 20 seconds. Pour it into, eh, ideally, if you have a nice white wine glass, you can pour it in that. Uh, a champagne flute will also work. And then take about an ounce and a half of club soda or seltzer, or whatever you want to call it, and very gently sort of layer that over the top of the drink uh you can garnish with lemon twist if you like but basically this is a very it is it is a bittersweet drink it is it is literally that fernet of course uh is a digestif it is quite bitter But by adding the bourbon, which naturally sort of has a a sweetness to it, by adding the simple syrup, you are transforming that bitterness into something much deeper, more complex. It is a really, I want to say, depth of flavor, to use the phrase from Top Chef, Mm -hmm. uh, is, is really achieved there. So I very much recommend it. And that'll be my last cocktail for the time being i might come back to them when we bring the christians back into the mix
0: sounds good that was very fiddly
1: yes (laughs) okay well we
0: will see you in a couple weeks time i got to do some research and some writing but we're going to come back with a a new phase in spanish history the muslim governors
1: looking forward to it
0: all right talk to y'all later all right thank you bye bye